Here's why you should pick up a copy of Evidence That Demands a Verdict by Josh and Sean McDowell. This was originally published in 1972 by Josh McDowell. It has since been updated along with his son, Sean, and it has been a trusted resource for believers seeking to always be prepared to give a defense to anyone who seeks for a reason for the hope that is within them, as we read in 1 Peter 3.15. But as McDowell notes in his foreword, we're to do so with gentleness and respect, and that is certainly the tone that comes throughout the entire book. We read that these notes, used with a caring attitude, can motivate a person to consider Jesus Christ honestly and direct him or her back to the central and primary issue of the gospel. Well, it is the stated goal of the book to offer such an abundance of evidence in favor of the claims of Christ that people will see that they must come to a verdict. They must decide what they will do with Jesus. With the help of many additional scholars, Josh McDowell and his son Sean have updated and revised this apologetics classic. And why did they do that? Well, as they state in their foreword, while the truth of the Bible doesn't change, the questions and the critics do. So this is a massive book, but don't let the heft of the book scare you off. While it weighs in at just over 790 pages, it's not meant to be read from cover to cover. It's a resource book. It's an incredibly thorough reference guide to questions, challenges, and critiques that our Christians are faced with from both honest seekers and from harsh skeptics. Evidence that demands a verdict is broken up into four main sections. Part one, evidence for the Bible. This section covers the uniqueness of Scripture, how the canon of the Bible was formed, the reliability of the Old and New Testaments, and questions about the so-called Gnostic Gospels. Part two deals with evidence for Jesus. Here you'll find compelling answers to challenges about whether Jesus was a real historical figure, an analysis of his claims to deity, a defense of the resurrection, evidence which exonerates Christianity from accusations of plagiarism from other religions, and much more. Part 3, Evidence for the Old Testament. Here the McDowells and their fellow apologists present the evidence that the Old Testament is a reliable historical record, looking at such things as Adam, the Exodus, the conquest of Canaan, the formation of the Pentateuch, and alleged contradictions pointed to in the Old Testament. Part four is evidence for truth. What is truth? That was Pilate's famous question to Jesus recorded in John 18, and that continues to be asked today, especially in the academic world. In this section, you'll find help in discussing the nature of truth, that it can be known, responses to postmodernism, a defense of the miraculous, and whether or not we can really know what occurred in the past. Among the helpful final sections of the book are a presentation of the gospel, a response to the challenges of Bart Ehrman, and a handy subject index that allows for quick reference. Every exhibit in Evidence That Demands a Verdict is well presented and concise, While you may end up needing to do some additional research in a particular area, I'm confident that you'll find this book to be an excellent starting point when attempting to respond to a difficult challenge or question, even if it's a question that you have yourself. Evidence That Demands a Verdict is a book that deserves a place on every Christian's bookshelf. It will help you understand the questions that non-believers have about our faith, reveal that there are good answers to difficult questions, and equip you with information to respond with confidence and clarity. Even if you already have a copy of the previous edition of the book like I did, I highly recommend that you pick up the new edition to benefit from the updated research and new chapters. I highly recommend that you have and make use of a copy of Evidence That Demands a Verdict by Josh and Sean McDowell. 
Thanks again for listening. If you enjoy the Reasonable Theology podcast, go to reasonabletheology.org slash subscribe and get the weekly email. Each week I send out the latest article or podcast episode, and each email also includes a helpful definition to expand your theological vocabulary, a beautiful painting depicting a scene from scripture or church history, a musical selection to enrich your day, as well as the best book deal I've found that week to add trusted resources to your library. Try it out at reasonabletheology.org slash subscribe.